we turn back the clocks this weekend. Another sign that winter is on its way. And uh, speaking of the UK, of course, I still follow the news in Britain quite a bit because I was there for quite a while. And a real big concern this year has been heating prices, utility prices, heating one's home this year. Because first of all, it's a relatively deregulated market. So uh, it's very expensive. My little apartment cost a fortune to heat while we were there. Uh, Being in a really old building doesn't help, obviously. But it was really expensive. And this year, with the cost of everything up, inflation's over 10% there. Energy prices are through the roof. A lot of people, particularly seniors, are really worried about paying their heating bills this year in Britain. And it got me thinking about here because there's a real patchwork in Canada about how much it's going to cost you. depends what you heat with. I mean, I lived in Quebec. It was electricity. Then you moved to Ontario. It's natural gas and so on and so forth. So it's hard to sort of pinpoint exactly how much people are going to pay in each jurisdiction. But we do know the trend is upwards this year. It makes sense. Natural gas prices are, are, are higher than they have been because of the war in Ukraine, amongst other things. Um, and again, we're hearing about how much people in Britain and Europe are going to struggle to pay their utility bills this year. So what about here at home? What can we we expect this winter? Well, again, it depends on many things, but the trend seems to be it's going to be a bit higher for everyone. So I was asking you tonight too, 877-399-9898 is the text line, 877-399-9898, what you're expecting this year in your own place. Because sometimes in Canada, your neighbor can be paying more for heat and electricity than you do, right? It's just the way it is. Um, But joining me now to try to decipher some of it is Joel McDonald. He's the founder of energyrates.ca, and he joins us tonight from Edmonton. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me. So heading into winter, I know there's been lots of talk about, uh, clearly we're worried about inflation. Everyone is facing higher costs for lots of stuff. What's it looking like for our utility bills this year for heating, to put it bluntly? It's province specific, but the overall theme is very high bills, both on the natural gas and the electricity side of things. Uh, This would be, I mean, I think we have a a pretty keen understanding of what's driving natural gas prices up, but perhaps a reminder of what exactly those market forces are right now. Well, there's a few different things coming into play. And again, depending on the province, but globally, we're seeing a significant increase in natural gas demand. Additionally, we're seeing a transition into renewable energy. And one of the ways that we can transition, and it's not actually renewable energy, but uh, a less polluting form of generation is switching from coal to natural gas. So in some provinces, we're seeing a lot of thermal generation switching over to natural gas. When we look at what kind of uh, uh, impact that's having on natural gas prices, though, clearly the war in Ukraine is an issue. Uh, But what exactly are we seeing in terms of the forces there? And how how is it trickling down into our energy bills? Sure. Let's quantify it. And let's look at a a good scenario and a bad scenario. So probably the worst this winter may be Ontario. OEB, the Ontario Energy Board, is estimating about a 250% increase in natural gas bills. So your average residential consumer last year would have been paying about $64 per month. And they can expect somewhere around the 150, 160 mark. Wow. That's, that's, I mean, that's like, that's like what we've been reading about in Britain, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, Alberta has kind of gone the other way. Um, They can expect higher bills, but a unique thing has happened. There's sort of three pieces to your bill, any energy bill. The first piece is transmission and distribution. So that's setting up the utility system. The second piece is the actual commodity, the dollars per GJ or the cents per kilowatt hour. But the third piece to it is transportation. 
moving that commodity from one province to the other. And it just so happens that the Alberta grid or the Alberta transmission line is going undergoing some upgrades right now and doesn't have the capacity to ship natural gas out to BC or Ontario. So the natural gas price in, in Alberta is actually about half of what it is in BC and Ontario because they can't get the gas out. Right, it's staying at home. You got it, yeah. Um, when we look at some of the other areas in the country, so we talked about Ontario natural gas. Clearly, I mean this is this is gas, right? And which yeah, which is you got it, a, natural a, gas, a pretty important part of our energy mix in this country when it comes to home heating. About seventy-five percent of homes heat with natural gas. It is traditionally the most cost-effective way to heat. When we see groups that or, or homes that use electricity, either they might be outside of the natural gas distribution system, or the one province that sees lots of electricity heating is Quebec, and that's because they have very low electricity rates. Yes, I lived in Quebec. I can tell you that having, <laughs> having an electric uh, heating base, an electric heater on your baseboard underneath your window is not yep. a good way to heat a room necessarily, <laughs> uh, just from personal experience. I mean, electricity could also be very, I mean, electricity fluctuated a lot. The one thing that was really tough about having electricity as your heating source is that your bills really do jump in the winter, depending on just how cold it is, right? So we're seeing some jumps on the electricity side too, you were saying. Again, depending on the province, but some very significant uh, increases. Um, Alberta is probably the most volatile market. They actually, it depends on how you're you're purchasing your electricity. They have three different options. There's a regulated rate option. There's the spot market or there's fixed rates. Those that are exposed to the spot market or the regulated rate, historically, they have been paying about four or five cents. Recently, they're seeing bills coming in at 25 to 30 cents a kilowatt hour. And it's additionally causing confusion because they're, you know, walking out, talking to their neighbor saying, can you believe this electricity bill? Mine just doubled or tripled, but perhaps their neighbor locked in their rates and they're saying, mine looks the same. Right. <laughs> so people right. are calling up their energy company saying what's going on. So a, a lot of uncertainty in, in, in the actual costs. Yeah. You, you mentioned um, Alberta. We talked a bit about Alberta and Ontario. What about, what about BC here? What are we, what's, uh, what's happening in British Columbia this winter? Yeah. So the BC wholesale natural gas prices have increased drastically and they're about $10 a GJ, but the actual cost flowing through Fortis BC has actually, it, it's still around $6 a GJ. We haven't seen the, the price uh, flow through residential consumer. Large industrial consumers, they pay what the spot rate is. So we would be expecting BC natural gas rates to go up significantly. The question is, when will Fortis and when will the regulator decide that it's a good time to do that? There is the possibility um, that they may not flow through all the, the price increases right now. They may bank it um, and uh, have almost like an IOU, but to all BC residential consumers. Uh, and then that IOU could be cashed in, you know, a year down the road. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. But but right now, the the actual residential pricing for BC home units is, is still palatable. When we, when we look a bit longer term, I think one of the things that you've spoken about in the past is that uh, it doesn't look like there's much relief on the way here either to some of these higher prices. We don't see relief and we actually see increased prices on the horizon. A couple of reasons. Europe tends to be a uh, indicator to what's going to happen in North America. 
they're about a year ahead of us in their transition to renewable energy. And uh, Ben, as you, you mentioned a couple times here, European prices are absolutely catastrophic right now, uh, about 10 times higher uh, than what we're seeing here in North America. So depending on how the Canadian government handles the transition to renewable energy, and we all think this transition is a good thing, we just have to make sure we have the capacity to support the needs of the grid as we do that. And Europe, several different countries got a little ahead of themselves, mothballing coal generation without, or thermal generation, without the renewable capacity there to support the grid. Yeah, the transition, we're kind of going through a bumpy part of the transition, accelerated, I imagine, by the war in Ukraine. Uh, but we're seeing gaps in certain areas that, that can't be made up just yet. Um, how about, the, where does the carbon tax, because this is going to get talked about as it always does. Um, but where does the carbon tax fit into some of these energy prices this year in Canada that we're seeing? I know people get rebates yeah. for it, but you still have to pay out first. You're right. So the carbon tax applies at the point that the carbon was created. So natural gas bills, you're going to see a line item for your carbon tax, and the individual residential consumer is going to pay that. On the electricity side, you won't see a, a carbon levy or a carbon tax on your bill because the carbon wasn't created when you're using the electricity. It's If it's coming from thermal generation, a coal plant, or a natural gas plant, it is the producer that has to pay the carbon tax. And that's one of the reasons that we're seeing higher pricing in Alberta, for example, with lots of thermal generation versus BC or Ontario, where it's primarily hydro and the carbon tax wouldn't be as applicable. What are some of the advices that you could, or what is the advice you can give individual customers out there just about how to, what they should be on the lookout for? Because I think what happens over time, and we saw this, we're seeing this with mortgages too, I think, sure. is that when it's relatively inexpensive, people sort of don't pay a lot of attention to their bills, right? When yep. it becomes expensive, um, they do. So there must be some ways out there that that consumers can kind of mitigate some of the risk here. There's a, there's a few options, again, province depending. So if you are in a deregulated electricity or natural gas market, you can look at long-term fixed pricing. If you're in a regulated market, there is somewhat fixed pricing put in place already. Um, as we talked about previously with BC and natural gas, it's taking time for, for the price to flow through. Uh, so if you are in a deregulated marketplace, you can fix your electricity and natural gas. You can always manage your consumption. Most people can have real-time reports on how much they're consuming and moderate accordingly. The other thing is there's lots of, of advantageous government programs that are, is going to see rebates on your bill. In Alberta, natural gas is capped at $6.50 per GJ, and that's for all product types. In Ontario, there is both a percentage rebate on your bill, as well as a few programs for people that are struggling. There is a one-time grant if you're having trouble paying your bill, as well as if you make less than $50,000, you can apply to have about a $50 credit per month. Uh, so, so that's worth reviewing. Additionally, almost every province has a ban on disconnects, permanent disconnects from the grid during the winter. So if you are absolutely struggling, you don't need to worry about getting your power shut off. Uh, that, that's going to be a, 
an issue for the spring, uh, but you will make it through the winter with electricity and natural gas. I suppose the, the advice for this winter then is brace yourself because rates are going up just just about everywhere, not everywhere altogether, but also uh, you know, pay attention to what you're paying and how you're paying because you're right. People are on different plans. So it's this is not something that's not like gas prices where everyone's in the same boat together, right? At least within a certain market. This can vary from one neighbor to the next. Absolutely. So paying attention as well as the most optimal product changes all the time. Uh, where we enjoy our website, mvrates.ca, but there's lots of information out there, however you take it in. But every six months, you really need to sit down and take a look and what are the options and what am I currently on? And is this the most advantageous thing for our family? Wise advice, Joel McDonald. Thank you so much. Thanks for the time, Ben. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.